Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a podcast about kids in the hall that easily veers off into mature subject matter and includes a whole heck of a lot of swearing. Enjoy the show, eh? Hello and welcome to Kith and Tell, a podcast about men with heavy feet. We'll be reviewing every episode with witty banter and unusual segments like, who's straight now? And what's the best brand of poo? Oh. <laughs> it's a product. Mine. I'm, I'm Stuart DC in Vancouver, Canada, and I'm joined by Kalina McCordoff in London, England. Hi-o! on Seidemann in Prince Rupert. Hey on. And for <laughs> record, in, I like the idea that you say your own name like a Pokemon. <laughs> And Trevor Record in Vancouver, Canada. Trevor! <laughs> I was we're doing I was doing editing recently and we had one where we made flomp noises for some reason. It's like, <laughs> 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 we'll be reviewing uh, episode <laughs> episode 15 of season two, which aired on March 26, 1991. Let's kick off our sketch rundown. We got Mr. Heavyfoot kicks the ball. Guys. He has a heavy foot. Yeah, he kicks a ball <laughs> real is, far. This is one of the only ones I'll also defend because he hit. He kicks it so hard it goes around the world and hits him in the back of the head. Don't spoil it. We have to talk <laughs> about it later. Spoiler. We have Scott's Not Gay Anymore, in which Scott disappoints his fans. All of them. Aww. Parents Are Away, in which Mark takes a date to his parents' room, which stresses out Kevin. <laughs> so much. <laughs> Me and Doctor. A sketch about how Dave is immune to bad news and also maybe being normal and how that distresses everyone around him. (laughs) The poo guy. Oh, gosh. A Bruce sketch about getting a reputation just because he's sold out. Mm. Mr. Heavyfoot has a date. Oh, Oh, poor guys. He's got a heavy foot. (laughs) He's got several heavy feet. We got guy that wants to get beaten up. He's really asking for it. He really is. The story of Ingrid the Cow. Night uh, of the Cow. No. <laughs> and finally, Mr. Heavyfoot on the moon. Oh, his feet aren't good for anymore. him. <laughs> so before we get started, quick fact this episode, the transcript page we use for reference credits, Ingrid the Cow is herself, and that is wonderful. <laughs> it is. She's a good cow. So segment one, Mean Doctor. This episode really didn't inspire me much for discussion. We could talk about how Mr. Heavyfoot is repetitive, and that is bad. But we do that all of the time, and it makes me itchy, and there are much more egregious <laughs> examples in this season. Because hmm. uh, at least this one doesn't have its effect, girl, as we know, something I want to shoot into the sun. <laughs> one thing that did make me think, however, was the mean doctor sketch. Because it figure it features what I consider to be a fairly common Dave character, i.e. an ostensible, ostens- ostensibly pleasant cutie who turns out to be a sarcastic dickbag. But I was curious to see what you kids thought of the dynamic, because in my mind, the Dave character is totally in the right. Trevor? <laughs> uh, why do you think he's in the right, first of all? In this sketch? Yeah. Because the whole premise is that he is ostracized, or he makes the doctor uncomfortable by not putting in more emotional labor to react in a way that is predictable. And it's like, but why? he just had bad news about terminal cancer why should he be trying to make other people comfortable and it gets this kind of societal expectation thing yeah, he, he, he's yeah. very nonchalant about the, 
Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's very nonchalant, but it's also like the onus is on the person who has bad news to respond in a way that makes sense. Like, oh, you're supposed to cry, and I would get that, and then I know what to do with you. But because he reacts so nonchalantly, the doctor doesn't know what to do, and he's like, you're doing this wrong. And it's not really about who needs the social energy, which in this case would be the terminal cancer patient, but it's about how do you not make people uncomfortable? And it, oh, it's totally yeah. a joke about power dynamics. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's hilarious. Well, and, yes, of course, at the end, the doctor basically gets a nurse to bring in people to send someone who, in who looks vulnerable, too. Yeah. I know, yeah. I and mean, he practices his delivery. Die, die, die. <laughs> but I, I think that's the gag, is that it's about, like, it's not about who needs it. It's about yeah. make it, not making people uncomfortable. And it's no. kind of like the suicide note that we saw a couple of sketches earlier. The, the be- and the best moment in this sketch is there's, like, some point where, like, Scott's, like, really riled up as a doctor. And he's, like... Um, he says like, oh, maybe you need a shoulder to cry on or something or a friend. And like Dave's just like, no offense, but you're like the last guy I turned to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like this sketch. I, it made me think how this is totally how I'd want to react if I was told I had a terminal disease. Um, and I would just love to hear the therapist sessions with cancer doctors and hear about the dramas that they totally use as an emotional and superiority crutch. Mm. Um, and I'd like to think that these kind of musings are exactly what may have led this sketch to being born. Um, but on the whole, I just really enjoy the dynamic between Scott and Dave. This is them and their element, even if everyone didn't love this sketch. So you have, you know, mm. yes, Scott is like this, like super authoritative doctor who clearly is ex- expected to kind of be that uh that that person delivering authoritative news yeah like the, the emotional yeah. uh, uh sort of um salve as it were and he gets to do none of it and it's just yeah. it's really great i really loved it Aunt. well speaking of not everyone loving the sketch my notes for this sketch <laughs> consist only of the word eh <laughs> so I don't know how much I'll have to say on this topic. I mean, the Dave character is fine. I'm sort of surprised that you want to talk about this oh sketch since oh, this God, felt Hans, much geez. more boring and entirely rested on a really weak premise. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we'll wait so until your episode where we can talk about mayonnaise Much again. of the mayonnaise you folks <laughs> sometimes rail against. Uh, maybe I didn't look deeply enough into it to appreciate the humor. Ding, 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 ding. Just tell me silly nonsense and make me chuckle, boys. It's not hard. Mm. Chuckle Boys 2019. Uh, I don't know. I I disagree with you because I think it's like, yeah, it's just a dialogue in the Doctor sketch, classic setup, but it's about the societal expectation of having a particular emotional response. Totes. Not about providing support, but to make other people comfortable. And that's just so deeply anti-empathetic that it's about keeping up the appearance of normalcy and they're poking fun at it. He has these two lines that are like, Oh, I didn't realize I was supposed to put on a show for you. Oh, no, I'm dying. (laughs) And, like, builds it up. And then, yeah, he's like, get the hell out. Get the hell out of my office. He's like, sure, now that I'm late, thanks. And it's just like, (laughs) I don't have to. This felt like a lazier version of the sarcastic, like, tone guy. You know what I mean? Where where it's like, oh, I'm really happy to meet you. Like, it's like that, but, like just less but he's, less he's, interesting but he's not a character with like a weird stock he's just like he just doesn't he does he didn't want to break down in a doctor's office he's just like i just want to go about my my business 
This is a very Stu sketch, because I feel like this is how you are sometimes, too, where you're like, fuck you for asking me to feel sad. <laughs> I feel I like you love that. this sketch because you're like, I empathize with the person who doesn't, you know, display emotions, and he's right. Yes, exactly. I love that. It's about emotions are for other good. people. And <laughs> the greater good. <laughs> Stu definitely displays emotions. He just yeah. doesn't like being asked to. Yeah, hunger and rage are emotions, right? <laughs> Let's move on to our second segment. Scott's not gay anymore. Oh, the best. Yes. I just, I really like this sketch. I thought it was really funny that they don't come out and say, Scott was faking being gay. They don't provide a reason. It's just, Scott was gay. Now he isn't. Uh, and I thought this was a really effective sketch for a number of reasons. Uh, it manages to be meta and self-referential without being too egotistical. Mm. It addresses Scott's sexuality in a very kithy way, i.e., fuck you guys, we think it's hilarious, you're so obsessed with this. <laughs> uh, and I, I love the general tenor of the troupe, is to freak out, because they clearly need a gay member, or they're just as worthless as Mark's buddy Cole Limp Ristis, another thing that I love, <laughs> that they made a bunch of them too. And like it's, like, it's Dave's reveal where he's like, is like, something wrong? He's like, maybe, Scott's not gay anymore. <laughs> I don't know. And then he like runs out of the room. I love it. <laughs> what do you guys think? Just fucking yell at me. <laughs> I, I, I do love that moment because it's definitely like Dave is the hurt child product of divorce in that one where it's like mom and dad are fighting, but it's just Scott's not gay anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm the one with emotional damage. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, Stu, I'm totally with you. I really love this sketch. And for many different reasons, since it has so many distinct parts to it. So... First of all, since we're not doing our favorite lines from the episode, <laughs> it's just chock-a-block full of them. Oh, yes. Like, I've got my own favorite, too. Yeah, yeah but my, I, I love some of them. Like, for instance, it's all semantics, really. Girlfriend, fiance, wife. She's my wife. I'm sure I'm sorry. <laughs> Scott says, I'm sure I'm sorry a lot. It's, and yeah. it's so perfect in this particular context. Um, or when Scott goes to apologize to the large gathered crowd and says, I'm not gay. Yeah. I thought I was. But I made a mistake. Uh, I'm sure I'm sorry. I guess I was in a hurry. <laughs> but, so my, like, my favorite part of that scene, too, is they, when they go to the, the kids in the hall audience, they're, like, they're all chanting and they're chanting, what do we want? Homosexuality. When do we want it? Frequently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, all of those lines absolutely had me howling. But also, the sketch ends with a gay blowjob. And the <laughs> fact that they would show Scott's face as he's receiving oral sex, even see saying at one point, teeth, <laughs> makes, is absolutely insane that that was on a major broadcast TV show in the early 1990s. Like, if, if that happened today, that would have been a major event. Um, mm. So I'm always blown away and appreciate whenever we get these moments where they were pushing those kinds of boundaries 30 fucking years ago. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. That's pretty sweet. Trevor, how do you uh, feel? I gotta say that I seem to recall uh, Paul Myers also referring to the fact that, like, back in the uh, 80s, the kids in the hall were considered, like, quote-unquote, the gay sketch group by other comedy groups, and it was just because, like, one of five of them was openly gay. Yeah. And I assume, like, this is basically their response to that, where, like, there's just this toxic culture within comedy where it's like, oh, you're the gay group. And so that's, I think, what's going on here, is it's just like, yeah, one of us is gay, and if that's, like, our tent pole, like, that's a very flimsy tent pole, because if he just wasn't gay all of a sudden, that would no longer be our, our claim to fame. Uh, Kalina, how do you feel? I know we're a good portion 
through season two now, but that the fact that they're so referential and self-aware at this point makes me wonder when their sort of first popularity peak was. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, as they were known as the gay troop in some circles, they definitely didn't pull away from it. They fully seemed to have leaned in. And I think that just proves how confident they were in their work at the time and at least presents them as a group that didn't take themselves too seriously, which probably was in contrast to their experience with the Second City improv group, um, as far as I understand it. But um, but yeah, I mean, God, some of the other highlights from the sketch were just great. Like, I don't know if you guys caught at the beginning when Dave is breaking the news to the rest of the troop and his source for all of this is like, rumors down at the docks are. <laughs> yes. and I, I had to watch it like three times. It was great. Um, and there are no the docks. Truth. They're in Toronto. <laughs> I, love, I love that the rumors... No, Toronto has docks because it's got the lake, right? But um, I love how the rumors down at the docks would be like Dave's just hanging out at the docks and they're like... And it's all these guys that I guess are frequently having sex with Dave or with Scott being like, hey, uh, I haven't I haven't fucked Scott in like ages. <laughs> but then like as the troop is making sense of all this news, we have Bruce and Kevin like talking to Scott and saying, okay, so first you were gay and then you were really gay. Then he was irritatingly gay. Remember that? <laughs> and now you're ungay? Like what are we supposed to believe? I also, like, like they really <laughs> threw Kevin under the bus on that one because it cuts to Scott and he's like, I don't remember that part, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so good. Um, and alongside all the souvenirs that Mark brings in, mm-hmm. um, I noticed that there's one teacher that spouts uh, there's its support saying, we're behind you, Scott. Get it? Huh? <laughs> I love it. The, the little merch thing, like, Scott's also got one of those things where you sell merch at, like, a baseball game, too. Or it's just, like, a one of those things with a shoulder sla- strap and everything, too. Yeah. And a box on your chest, yeah. 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 And it's uh, it's got the great buttons on it as well. Yeah. Everything about that sketch was perfect from start to finish. Talking about selling garbage. Hey, listeners, like the show. Are you uh, extremely online? <laughs> then follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter where we're at at KithandTellPod or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash KithandTell. It's basically a gift parade with all the best moments from each episode. If we have one legacy, it's throwing Gifts. cons into the gift machine. <laughs> I am all, the gift machine. You are the gift machine. He has broken his back in the gift machine. You can also email us at contact at kithentel.ca. Tell us what you think of the show. We'd love to hear from you. You might get your email read. But only if you agree with me about mayonnaise and jazz. Cut it. (laughs) Segment three. (laughs) Segment three is best kid, worst kid. It's pretty simple by now, you guys. Who's your favorite? Who endorsed a big pile of shit this week? (laughs) <laughs> okay uh well for me best kid goes to scott entirely on the back of scott's not gay anymore um i think i'll give worst kid to bruce because Ooh. in my opinion poo guy was boring um, <laughs> as as was guy that wants to get beaten up he sort of <laughs> saves it with ingrid the cow but not quite oh i'm i'm gonna say bruce gets best for me because uh, ingrid the cow is good but also i i really like poo guy i think i'm gonna have to defend it i think it's just very <laughs> bruce he's just mm. I, you know i i maybe we can circle back to this during the sketch but i i think that even though it's a gross out sketch it's very funny um mm. and dave gets worse for me because i did not like two of the three mr heavy foots this episode wait two of the three which are the two that you didn't like uh, I didn't like the Mr. Heavyfoot goes on a date, uh, it's too long. And I don't like Mr. Heavyfoot on the moon cause it's just, eh. ah, no, Heavyfoot on the moon is the, is the whole point of the Heavyfoot series because it like, it ties it up with a little bow. It's like, he's struggled, he struggled, he struggled. Now he's found his happy place. 
And that's on the moon by himself. Thank you, Mr. Mayonnaise. (laughs) (laughs) Kalina? Um, I'm going to give it to Mark um, because I love the extended uh, use of the hormone override girl with braces and the parents are away sketch like does she have a name but it doesn't matter because he nails it pun intended <laughs> um, and he's also great as the farmer in the night of the cow sketch True. like i'm gonna milk her again <laughs> yeah, so good just drunk cow. like yeah his best friend is a chicken is that guys it just occurred to me is ingrid the cow like a parable on like domestic violence Oh my god. Yeah, no, but seriously. But seriously, oh, wow. like he's drunk and then he's like, I'm gonna milk her again. Like he just gets this idea into him that he's gonna milk the cow, but then Ingrid runs off. I mean, yeah, it's kind of that setup of like she had enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can see. I, I don't I don't think it's directly supposed to be like a statement on it, but it's in that that I, like it, it makes I me think thirty years like, on from a show, some millennials could probably put that veil over it. But yeah. um, <laughs> so what we're saying is, if I were hosting this episode, there yeah. would be like a there would be like a dissertation on the topic, and we would I would force you all to talk about it. Yeah, okay, fair yes. enough. Oops, is that, you don't have a worse kid? Oh, um, hmm. I did not. I did not think this through. I was just so clutch, excited. Clutch, 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 clutch. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, um, I'm going to give it. To yeah, Dave. I, yeah, Mr. Heavyfoot. I guess I'll join on that bandwagon. Oh, right just jumping on the train because it's easy. Well, <laughs> toot, toot. before we knew, whoa, 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 Stu, you haven't given us your opinion. Um, <laughs> you're the host. Do you feel put on the spot by this? Yeah, I know. I just really wanted to go off. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to say because the Scots Not Gay is great. I really like, I, you know, I give best to Dave because I really like me and Doctor. I like, I think that's a Dave character that really works, and it oh, feels like true. we get, I, yeah. we get a le- like. It's a Dave character. It's very similar to the other ones, but it just like it really lands. And so I, I really want to give him props for how well. Okay, that yeah, is. I, I like, reel back on my Dave. I forgot about Doctor One. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And he's no really one good. Bad. <laughs> and he hit no bad boys, and he bounces <laughs> off of Scott really well, and the Scott's not gay anymore because it's the two yeah. of them on the stage. And uh, it's kind of similar to like the Bruce has cancer yeah, stage setup. Thing, yeah. mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty great. And worst is uh, the poo is the worst. Yeah, but that's not no. the sketch basis. No, 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 no. I'm not saying Bruce. I'm saying the poo is is the worst. Oh, I see. <laughs> tepid, I see. tepid takes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry. Before we go, let's choose our standout. Sorry, sketch. I'm sure. Sorry, I'm sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's choose our standout sketch. Based on how good or bad the episode is, with a rating out of five, Trevor. Uh, so I, I, Scott's not gay is the best in this episode. But instead of talking about that, I'm going to say that I give honorable mention to the Pooh Guy sketch, and I'm going to give it three and a half products of the future out of five because I, I just <laughs> like. Really, it's not about the Pooh. It's about just people who have kind of sold out on their values, but are campaigning so hard for this idea that they haven't actually. We need to get a t-shirt that said it's not about the poo, it's about the principle. <laughs> it's like the concept of corn cobbing 30 years earlier, uh, except Whoa. where the corn is in the poo. What is anyway. corn cobbing? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay, so corn cobbing is a very online term, but basically it's like 
um, it's a tweet by a guy named Wint, and mm-hmm. he says, "I'm not a or like I'm, I'm not, not owned. owned. I'm not owned." I say as I slowly fade into the background, turning into a corn cob. Um, <laughs> and so it's like it's like the 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 concept of corn cobbing is when someone like absolutely refuses to admit that they've lost or that they've screwed up, and they just sure. keep saying it over and over again. And in the process of doing so, yeah. they they continue to own themselves. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So gotcha. it's kind of like that. Like I, I'm not a sellout because I did this poo thing. The more mm-hmm. you fight it, the more you you like give proof to the to the accusation. And, right. and the poo guy is a hundred percent just known for being the poo guy, but he's trying to be like, I do other things. Also, I'm an artist. Did you notice the way I caught my head in the picture of me holding the poo? I love that. <laughs> Kalina, what's your favorite? Oh skip? my god, Ingrid is the best. I've been walking around for days singing "Night of the Cow." This is just a perfect cow. example. Of the kids just taking, yeah, again, full advantage of the TV format. I also love this whole idea that this is the kind of story that would enthrall guests at a dinner party, um, but is overall just a way for the narrator to actually just uh, soften the blow of him leaving his job at 18 and love to join a rock band. It's just so <laughs> silly. Yeah, um, And it's just like, there's then there's just over-the-top lines where, you know, Bruce is saying... Even if the genius Nostradamus had been there that fateful eve, he wouldn't have been able to foresee the night of the cow. So, you know, I learned some <laughs> things, too. Sometimes a cow just needs a break from the herd and that a farmer's best friend is his chicken. It was just a delightful, bizarre romp that really encapsulates kith comedy. So uh, four out of uh, five recreational milkings for me. Um <laughs> But I also they're yeah, not to... recreational when they're not with consent, Kalina. <laughs> Can a cow give consent? We need to have a wider discussion about this. Um, I'll have to give an honorable mention uh, to the runner-up, Bad Doctor, of course. Just yeah, like we've said, combo Scott uh, as egotistical doctor that isn't having uh, his ego properly uh, caressed, <laughs> and uh, Dave as a nonplussed and positive uh, dying patient. Um, so, but yeah, worse, we'll have to go to Mr. Heavyfoot on a date. Uh, I'm so surprised that you guys hated the date one because that, I, I quite like the date one. I'm not, I'm so not surprised, Hans. <laughs> oh, man, I've lost my one ally on the show. Uh, I, I just like that it was like actually kind of sad. Anyways, um, anyways, I, yeah, I, I've already expressed my disdain for Pooh Guy, um, but Scott's not gay anymore is the clear winner for me. I will give an honorable mention to Parents Are Away. Um, Parents Are Away was kind of boring to me at for the most part, but then, boy, did it ever take a turn. <laughs> and Kevin's face rubbing back and forth oh. against the carpet while he's being <laughs> fucked by a dog was oh, just hilarious. Question, oh, question for you guys. What is really going on in Parents Are Away? It's like clear Kevin does not want to have any sex, and that's on the table for him. It's like... Is the joke just that he doesn't want to do it with this girl because she's gross or something? Or no, I think he's just yeah. nervous. Yeah, I yeah. think it's both that she's supposed to. Like, I think there is a bit of a gag that she's gross, but I think it's also that he's just anxious and inexperienced because it opens with him mm-hmm. just like listing off his top fifteen favorite bands <laughs> and, and a just like, standing there, like, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah Aerosmith. Yeah. Aerosmith is definitely twelfth, and then and she's agreeing yes for me too. She's 12th. like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like he's just. I, that was a real slice of life for me. And I, I think it's just supposed to be like, he's awkward. Yeah. I think it's like, I mean, the, the setup is, is him kind of listing off these bands and like trying to look cool sort of. So I get the sense that he is kind of interested in her and like wants to impress her oh, and but, whatever. But Hans, 
I think it's even less than like I don't think it's Charlotte Cool. I think it's from that very particular stage of adolescence where you just like talk about things that you like because you're like because oh, I'm the most interesting person in the world. So you're mm-hmm. like yeah, and you're defined by all of those things. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Deeply. exactly. But I, but I what I'm getting at is that I think he I think he I don't think he's grossed out by her. I don't think he hates her or anything like that. And it's like oh no, she's coming on to me. This is not what I wanted. I think it's like oh she's wanting to move faster than I was ready for and I don't know what to do and I'm anxious and I'm Kevin and so I just pass out and get fucked by a dog you know like but there also seems to be I mean I got some sort of weird religious overtones with it I don't know why like I don't know whether it's be- were they wearing uniforms or like he was just wearing yeah, a yeah. suit yeah, no, and then, yeah they're supposed to be like yeah and then and then like them just being in like the the family's house isn't there doesn't it kind of like the lightning flash yes. and there's like a cross yes. on the wall <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well and that's yeah so there might be a bit of that too where it's like oh this is a sinful act or whatever mm. I don't know it's just I think there's a lot of different reasons why he's freaking out about it um and that's all that's all it is really i don't think it's i don't think he hates her in particular but um spe- but so setting that sketch aside for a sec uh i really liked scott's not gay anymore obviously um but by now i've seen it so many times that some of the sparkle from the punchlines has worn off for me um and there's a lot of dead air during the setups why am i talking about this because it's my that's my line and you just decided to say <laughs> <laughs> oh you didn't have your you didn't have you stew there so i was like yeah, I, must no, have I, I figured you would like know your own thoughts and i wouldn't have to explain them to you but apparently well no because it started Hans off with i like scott's not gay anymore so i was like okay well i did i did like scott's not gay anymore so i must have written this line as well okay stew no, no. I don't Please. know why that was so Hans. delightful. Why don't you do, continue to express your opinion, Hans? Do go on, Hans. I well, let me tell you what Stu breath. thinks about this, uh, this <laughs> yeah. episode. Stu really likes Scott's Not Gay anymore, obviously, oh, but he? by now he's seen it so many times that some of the sparkle from the punchlines has kind of worn off for him. Um, and in his opinion, at least, there's a lot of dead air between and during the setups. Uh, but he really enjoyed Mean Doctor. He found it really Hooray. fun and snappy, and so he gave it four malignant tumors out of five. Hans, that was that was brilliant. That was probably Thank some you. of the best work you've ever done. <laughs> oh, <fuck> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I've never heard Hans say such insightful things. I know, it's just like, maybe he's turning over a new leaf. That's it for our episode 15, season 2 review. Join us next week for episode 16, which will be hosted by... Kalina. Kalina. Thanks for listening to Kip and Tell. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.